Joe, the uh, the drought is over. And by drought, I mean Patriots playing real games. Uh-huh. They haven't played a game that's mattered since he won Super Bowl 53. That was way back in February of this year. 13 to 3. Still not sure they're going to hold on to the lead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, know, you, you can never tell. I mean, I think they're up to the what ten thousandth quarter right now. <laughs> but you, uh, but seriously, go. You know, reliving history, which I've been doing this week and watching, getting ready for the season, getting ready for the season. <laughs> am I the most pathetic person? You know, a lot of pathetic people, but when it comes to the Pats, am I? Am I the equivalent of a Chicago Bears super fan from Saturday Night Live? No, because you're wearing a Batman T-shirt right now, and. There's no Patriots gear on you. A, I cannot find two two things. Right. A, I can't find my blue Patriots hat that I've been wearing the last two years. Hmm. Two, I know exactly where my old school, I've had it for about 15 years, red Patriot hat is. I can never wear it again. Because? I'm a heavy set, middle-aged <laughs> white guy. And... If somebody, let's say, sees me across a parking lot and sees oh, with a, red hat. a guy with a red hat and my scruff and old and heavy set and crotchety, because I am old, I am heavy set, and man, am I crotchety. Uh-huh. Not you crotchety, but I am crotchety. Uh, I will out crotchety you any day, sir. I just can't wear the red hat. So, uh-huh. so usually, and the way it works, and everybody from F&H knows. I wear the same T-shirt with a Teddy Bruschi jersey over it to Friday Night Hockey every week. And I wear that the entire weekend until the Patriots play. Sometimes they don't play till Monday night. But then when they win, and they often do, I wear the same thing the next day. Yes. I will watch it. Oh, I was going to ask. <laughs> but I wear the same thing. Give it a courtesy scrub. From Friday all the way through the weekend in the game. Is it pathetic? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, has it helped the team? Yeah, their their record. Uh, you can't argue with figure. Boy, figures don't lie. <laughs> you know. Um, so with that said, they uh, are about to go into the um, the season, and this is our third annual rundown. We're going to go week by week, um, quarter and, by quarter, <laughs> and, and you know, but but. But real quickly, the big Patriots offseason news. I don't I don't know what happened with the Robert Kraft thing down in Florida. Oh, Has the, it gone away? Uh, there was a Robert Kraft thing down in right. Florida. Uh, uh, Patrick Chung has been indicted for cocaine possession at a house he wasn't at. Um, hey, don't know what's going to happen. Ray with Lewis was accused of a murder he didn't commit. So true. So true. If we could only find that white suit. And uh, and Josh Gordon, the troubled, talented, uh, suspended more than he's played. You know, the, the league lifted his suspension, so he will be here week one. Um, it's funny because as we're doing this podcast, the Patriots are playing their fourth preseason game now. And like I said to you, I'm not get, I'm not going down the rabbit hole until after the fourth game. So starting tomorrow, I have no life. So, you know, what what little I know, uh, you know, has transpired. You know, I know what's going on, but I'm not I'm not getting into Twitter fights who's going to be their third string tight end, you know. <laughs> um I, I honestly don't know who the second string tight end is. But let's get into it. Uh this is the 2019 Patriots prediction 
Carnival Personnel Podcast. Week one, at home, unveiling the sixth Super Bowl champion title uh, banner against the Pittsburgh Steelers. What are your thoughts? I think the the Pats drop it. You do? Yeah. You're going with a loss. I'm right out of the gate. Did this based on the Kansas City debacle a couple years ago when we were at Buffalo Wild Wing with a bunch of people and they unveil the banner and literally shit themselves from <laughs> kickoff on. You could see the streak from end zone to end zone of shit. Yeah, the, I mean the Steelers are a tough team. You know they're gonna. I don't know. They, they, we know we know the formula. We know they're gonna lose to Miami once. We'll get to that later. But they're not exactly you know. Uh, dependable against the Steelers. And, uh, I mean, I know nothing about the Steelers team. I don't know who the quarterback is. I don't know what's going on. Uh, ben Rafe. Uh, so Rape. Rape. Rapeful burger or some shit. Yeah, I get it. Right, great. Yeah, right. Um, so Big Ben is still the quarterback. Okay, great. I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to presume anything. Um, um, I, I would have said Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spit take over the uh, over the picks, man. But yeah, I think they drop it. Uh, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, I have to give numbers. So I'm gonna say, uh, twenty four seventeen Steelers week one L. So yeah, bold. No, but when you say that, it's true. I mean, they've actually done pretty great against the Steelers in the Brady era, as all my Steeler friends will tell you. I mean, there's been so many times where the Steelers were favored to win it all, and, you know, the Patriots, you know, shocked the world. Uh, but, yeah, that Kansas City, I mean, the number of times I've seen games where a famous player's number's retired or a banner is, you know, unfolded or stuff like that. The teams, In Indianapolis, it happens, like, every week. Every week. <laughs> Uh, the teams, yeah. I think they're going to have a farewell Andrew Luck <laughs> banner week one. Next to the participation trophy that they gave themselves. Now, technically, uh, doesn't Andrew Luck get the participation trophy this season because he played in a couple of preseason no, games? No, he didn't play. Didn't, didn't oh, play. Oh, I'm sorry. No. He, he heard a boo-boo. No, I'm sorry. All right. But I'm a... Uh, he was on the roster, though. I'm going the other way. Um, no. Uh, I don't think history repeats itself because they did they what when they won the super bowl against atlanta and that off season people weren't picking 19 and 0 they were picking 23 and 0 that they were going to win their four preseason games and go undefeated the whole season everybody was healthy all the stars were aligned and they come out and they literally shit themselves i don't think that happens twice I actually think because because you know we talked about it a few weeks ago that meme that went around the cycle of a Patriots fan year lose two of the first four games everybody says the dynasty's over uh, lose in Miami funny you don't have that on your listing here <laughs> lose, lose in Miami uh, win a bunch of games somehow become the underdog <laughs> march to the playoffs win the Super Bowl. Lose a bunch of free agents, have an underwhelming draft, lose two of the first four games. You know, it's, but uh, no, I don't. I don't this year, and um, I, I'm saying they come out strong, and I mean like really strong. Their defense is supposed to be great this year. Their defense is supposed to be better than the offense, and without Gronk, 
You know, the offense is questionable. The Patriots did lose their starting center in the last preseason game. So Dave Andrews has gone down. They've, they've you know, made a couple trades. The offensive line is going to be suspect. And every year it's suspect the first four weeks. And I wish Brady got suspended the first four weeks every season. So he only has to play 12 regular season games. He's more rested. And let, you know, let Hoyer be the guy the first four weeks to be back there while, you know, Skarnacki, the offensive line coach, figures it out. He always figures it out. He could put you and I in there and he would figure it out. But it takes a few games. But this year, I think it's a little different. And I'm going 31-13 Pats uh, week one, which brings us to week two, uh, September 15th at home. Oh, I'm sorry, at the Dolphins, which is funny because they used to toggle back and forth. And then I think somebody said, you know, maybe we should play the second game and the winter down in Miami and play the first game, you know, when it's not 95 degrees with the humidity of 103%. But this year, the NFL is going that way. The Patriots visit the Dolphins week two. What do you got? Uh, I say they, they, uh, I say they take this one. I'm with you. Uh, spoiler, he chose the Pats. Uh, but I'm going to say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say this is going to be uh, kind of a blowout. I, I, I you know, I, I think it's a. Uh, I don't think the Dolphins are bringing anything new to the table. I don't think there's any change in the routine. I'm going to say they're pretty uh, demoralized just going into the season. They just they know that they don't have a shot, um, and it's just going to be you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be hot. It's going to be a hot. Town in the old town for St. Nick tonight. Nobody gets that reference. I'm going to say third. Steve will. Right, and Jim. Jim doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, I'm going to say. Hey, how's your podcast going? Uh, yeah. I'm going to say 3013 uh, Pats. So there are changes coming in Miami. They might be good in a couple years. They have the Pats defensive coordinator last year who, again, kept the number one offense. The Rams, had, I believe the Rams had the number one offense. I know they scored the most touchdowns in the NFL last year, but they didn't even get into the red zone in Super Bowl 53. So he's going to do some great things. But again, uh, it's a question mark at, at quarterback. I don't think, I don't see the Dolphins winning more than five games this year. And I do. I think the Patriots come out really strong. I had put twenty-seven to twelve. Uh, you want to talk about some of the uh, some of the the fresh blood coming into the Patriots? Do you know much about it? I actually did watch the preseason game last, or the, I guess it was a week, the the second preseason game, and um, impressed by both the uh, the the backup quarterback. Um, well, that's that's a question. Are they going to go with three quarterbacks? Right, right. Well, I mean, if they. I was watching Jared Stidham, right? Stidham. Yep. Yeah, he looked. Uh, he looked good. He, he, you know, he looked good. He made rookie mistakes. He held on to the ball. Yeah. A little, and that's the thing. Nothing prepares you for game speed like games. And even though these are the second string and the scrubs too, and guys trying to make a roster, you know, the the shittiest defensive line, the shittiest defensive. Uh, linebacking core in the NFL is head and shoulders 
better than the best defensive line core in the NCAA. Mm. And so that extra second you have to, you know, your first read, your second read, get rid of the ball. In college, first read, second read, third read, go back to the first read. You have that half a second. Here, you don't. And, you know, that's a learning thing. That That's something, you know, that he'll learn. Uh, the big thing is if something happens, the unthinkable, you know, happens to, to Brady, is he ready to lead an NFL team? And the thing is, is Hoyer. And that's the thing. Right. I it, hadn't seen Hoyer play. I know, what do you know about Hoyer? I know that Hoyer is a, I want to say, I want to say, because he was Brady's backup for like three years, four years before Garoppolo. So, and now he's been back for two and a half seasons. So this is a guy who's been in the league 10 to 12 years. He has started maybe four, five games more than I have. We can, we can stop. So Miami is, you know, and it seems like the last, since Marino, in a rebuilding phase, they're going to continue. I think that, I think... They're going to turn around. I think they got a good coach. I think this is the first coach in the in the Belichick tree, maybe the second one. I, I think the Titans. I think with Vrabel, he's going to be really good. Billy O'Brien, it's, it's the jury's still out. He's made the playoffs a few times, but he's not won a second round playoff game. You know, so he's he is a decent coach, but yeah, I'm calling. You know, it, it's going to be early in the season, and yeah, the Patriots have some new guys. The Patriots do not have Gronk, but the core of the defense is the same. Um, the core of the offense, you know, the offensive line is being moved around, but you still have Jules. You still have White. You still have, you know, probably minus Gronk, five of the six best weapons coming back. And there's been a couple upgrades at different places. So I, I think they have their shit together. I think they have their shit together. Usually the Patriots look and Belichick, when you look at their September record to the December record, they, you know, they're a 600 winning percentage team in September. They're close to an 850 winning team in December. They look at September as an extension of the preseason. They always have. This year, I really think they have their shit together coming out of the gate. I, I really, I really think that. So, um, yeah, so that's why I'm saying 27-12. Um, then, then we move on to the Jets. Week three. At New England. Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, the Jets, um, they, they're not good. They had a good, the quarterback had a good rookie season. I don't think he had as good a rookie season as Jets fans do. I think he had hits a sophomore slump this time. I think the Jets take us. It's sad to say this, but yeah, I think the Jets actually even take a step back this year. Um, but and 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 I do. I, I know I sound like a homer, but I think this is a blowout. I think this is thirty four fourteen. The Pats. Um, I'm going to say that. It will also be, uh, I don't know. You know what? Uh, I might go a little closer on this one. It might be, uh, might be more like a twenty-seven. I'm gonna say twenty-seven twenty. Pats. And now on to the Bills. 
Nobody celebrates <laughs> September. September like the Bills. And it's true. Unlike the Patriots, they come out 3-1 and one very often, 4-0 oh in a few cases. Uh, and then, and then uh, they remember, oh, we're the Bills. <laughs> uh, and, and the same thing with them. They have just too much insecurity and too much Bills and too many key positions. So I'm not even going to get that. But I will say that the Bills... There's a lot of players on the Bills who have played the Patriots for years. They do get up for the first game of the season. The last game of the season, they're done. They've been out of the playoffs for two months, and they just want to get home without getting hurt. But I think this is probably the closest game so far, and I say Pat's 23-17. Um, hmm. I'm torn because the Bills, they do suck. But you're right. Nobody celebrates September like the Bills. And will they have a reason to celebrate on this September day against the Patriots this early in the season? Now, remember, what, what did they start off last season, the Patriots? They were 2-2. Two 2-2. And two, two. Two and two. Yeah. The, the typical 2-2. Two two. Yeah. I might, I'm going to say uh, the Bills pull this one off. I'm going to say it's going um, to be a wild one. I'm going to say maybe, uh, why don't we say 27 to... 26. No. <laughs> I'm going to say 27, uh, 27 13. How about the Patriots just really fucking shit their ass? Like something bad happens. You know, they, they, they have, uh, you know, and the, that whole meme about losing two games, dynasties over. They do. They have one game a year where they shit their pants against. Well, last year the Patriots were 11 and 5. They shit their pants. They didn't lose. They shit. Their pants to the Detroit Lions. You know they didn't play great, and the Steelers beat them. Uh, they didn't get killed, but it was a convincing win by the Titans. Uh, the Miami Miracle. You know the last play of the game, the yeah. flea flicker, and all that stuff, which cost them home field advantage in the AFC title game, which almost bit them in the ass. But the Lions game, and I forget the other game that they lost. They, they were like, "Wait a minute, you fucking lost to the Lions." Like, going into that game, people were like, the Lions have two tough games coming after this. And Matt Patricia, first-year coach, the former you know Patriot defensive coordinator, is on the hot seat already. Because they lost game one, they're going to get killed game two by the Patriots. No, they shit their bets. So that's a good call. That's, that's an interesting, uh, interesting pick. But I, I, I can see it. Week three, uh, the team from Washington, the Pats, the Pats go down to Washington, D.C., Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they have much. I don't think they're the cream of the crop. I, I think the Eagles and Dallas are going to finish one and two in that division. So I think Washington is a blowout. And I what did I write down here? 30, 32, 18. 32, 18 pats. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the skins, as I like to call them, they don't um, they're not going to they're not going to do much to impress. Uh, the NFL or their or their fans on this on this turnout as well. So I'm gonna say I'm with you that the oh wait I wrote uh, I gotta change that I wrote Bills in the last or Pats in the last one. Anyways, um, rambling. Uh, yeah, the Pats are gonna take this Week Five game uh, pretty handily. I'll say uh, I'm gonna say twenty to fourteen. 
that's not that handily. I'm going to say 2014. What the fuck? Because you know with, what? With a late touchdown by Washington, yeah, to make it look the garbage closer. time kind of thing. Well, it's the same thing. The Super Bowl was 13 to three, and the Patriots had three times the yards, three times the first down. They just weren't scoring, but they were in control the whole game. Or everybody tells me that. <laughs> uh, now okay. we're on to week six. The Giants come here. Thursday and, night game. And and yeah. Four days rest. Those are tough. You know, those are those are tough. But they're four day rest for both teams. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Three days rest because you got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right. Thursday night. And if the and it's too early in the season for the Giants to have the bye week beforehand. So the Giants are traveling too. And granted, it's just New York here, but you're not sleeping in your bed the night before. You know, you're you're in town. So I think it's harder on the visiting team, but it, it, it is a crapshoot because mm-hmm. it is, you know, these athletes are so conditioned and so much in a groove that it does fuck them up to to play. And and the players have been complaining about the Thursday night game ever since they've implemented. Like, it's always a point of contention with the um, collective bargaining agreement that these Sunday night games, even even they don't even like the Sunday night games because that throws off their rhythm for the whole next week. Um, you know, even you know that said, I am still I, I you know I don't think Eli's the starting quarterback, um, but I think there's still too many moving pieces with them. I'm saying 28, 17 pats. Um, yeah, I I agree that the Pats will win this game. And I will also say uh, twenty eight seventeen because I am lazy. <laughs> um, but the, just so you, just so you know, we're recording this Thursday night. Uh, they're playing the Giants right now. Right now, uh, it's the second quarter, and the Giants are losing to the Patriots twenty six ten. It's you know it's one of those things where I'd have to go back, but I think in three of the six Super Bowl wins. The Patriots were zero and four in preseason, and the and the fourth game of preseason is truly this is the guys on the bubble. These are the they're playing the guys who are the fifty fourth through like sixty fifth guy on the roster to see who makes it. You know, I don't know. Uh, and like I said, I'm, I'll find out tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm back in it. But I said I really wasn't getting into the weeds until after the fourth game. Uh, but yeah, so the four of all the preseason games that mean shit, I think it's the first one and the fourth one. The third one is when you know you actually have some starters playing, and the Patriots did have starters playing, and that's when David Andrews got hurt, and that brings us, you know, to Week Seven where the Patriots visit the Jets. Week Seven's actually a bye. Oh, Week Seven's a bye, right? So this so, is Week Eight. So, so they're they're seventh game. So what we'll does call it Week Seven for them? Right. Uh, it is a Monday night game, so dun, 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 dun. they actually have a 10, what is it, 11 days between games. Uh, for a 42-year-old quarterback, that might not be the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Patriots' record coming off buys is pretty impressive. It's it's about 800 winning percentage. And it's the Jets, but even all that said, it's the second time they've played each other, you know, and just a matter of... Yeah, they're really burning off the Jets games early. You know, so oh no, I'm sorry. I was thinking that it's it's not it's the first game against the Jets, but it's the fourth, the third game inside the division. Uh, no, it's their second game. It is. Yeah, they played yeah, the Jets week in week three, three. Week three, right? So, so familiarity. I'm gonna say 
it's a slugfest, or it's it's not a good game. It's not a pretty game, but the Patriots win uh, 23 to 16. Yeah, 16 is a weird number to land on, but, you know, they'll yeah. do it. I'm, I'm counting on a missed field goal. <laughs> uh, I, too, think the Pats will, uh, will not have to struggle winning this game. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say they're going to hit the 30s on this one. I'm going to say 32 to 10 because fuck the Jets. So the the Browns the following week, um, and you know they had the number one. Oh, well, he wasn't number one draft pick, but Baker Baker Mayfield, uh, their big quarterback. They were a whisper, like literally came so close to actually making the playoffs last year. They are an improved team. Uh, I think like most quarterbacks, he might have a little bit of a sophomore slump. But, ready for this, Joe? Mm -hmm. This is the first Patriot loss of the season, even though it's at home. And this will be, this this is the game, this is the passing of the torch. This is where (laughs) Brady hit the cliff, and Baker Mayfield is the new greatest. The Browns are going to be the new dynasty. The Patriots are done. So yeah, so Brady's putting on the later hosen, and he's be the Price is Right cliffhanger guy, <laughs> the yodeling guy that just goes over the cliff. And uh, it's twenty four seventeen Browns, but it's not that close. I think the Patriots, you know, maybe with Hoyer or Stidham get a like a late touchdown. It's one of those things where the defense just wasn't on the same page. Uh, Brady has his annual laid egg. Max Kellerman has a hard on and says this is the cliff. And um, even though the score isn't a complete blowout on uh, you know on the final scoreboard, the whole game the Patriots were playing from behind with a flat tire and the other three stuck in mud. I disagree. I'm going to say that the uh, the Browns will not um, will not overtake the Patriots in this. Um, excursion. Um, I'm going to say 24-20, Pats. But you wait until the next week. That's when the Patriots really drop the ball. You know, it, it, it's funny because uh, I, I, I think the Browns win, but they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> I think it's yeah. like last year. You know, they just... So, so okay, then lead the charge with, with the next one. Uh, you know, the Ravens game. So this is a Sunday night game, right? Yep. It's uh, Patriots-Ravens. And I don't know, something about something about Baltimore, uh, and it's at, it's at it's at it's at it's in Baltimore. Something about that, I don't know. For some reason, doesn't 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 bode well. I, I don't see them. I just didn't see them losing to the Browns, but I do see them dropping it against the Ravens. What's their record against the Ravens? Do you think? Like, what do you? Okay. Th- you probably know. here's the thing about the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, it's been a tale of two cities. They always play the Patriots great. Um, Tom Brady has played in 14 AFC title games. The only team to beat him twice is the Ravens. Uh, and he's played like crap in both of those games. Um, Harbaugh, the Ravens coach, used to be friends with Belichick, is a really great coach. Uh, quarterback is, is kind of up in the air for them right now. Um, they, they made a change halfway through the season, and the kid who came in was okay. And a couple times, like, you know, the vet was, you know, people were calling out for him. But Harbaugh stuck with the kid. I think they're okay. I think they're improved. I also think 
that Tom Brady knows that they beat them twice in playoff games in the AFC title game in Gillette Stadium. I also know that the Ravens and the Colts are the two teams that made Deflategate happen. And Belichick knows that, and Tom Brady sure as fuck knows that. Um, you know, Deflategate started when the Patriots beat the Ravens in the AFC title game, um, or, or the, uh, the divisional, round two, at Gillette. And that was the game where the Patriots were down. The only time a team has come back in the playoffs, down 14 points twice, that's when Edelman had thrown the touchdown to Amendola. And that's when the Patriots were shifting the linemen around and, you know, declaring different people. And Harbaugh ran onto the field and took an unsportsmanlike penalty because he couldn't tell who was an eligible receiver and who wasn't. And post-game, Brady had said, well, learn the playbook. Oh, learn the rule book. And Harbaugh took that so personally, that's when he called the Colts and said, hey, I think they're fucking with the balls. We've heard these rumors. Next week, you should say something. And then, it, so Brady knows that. And I don't, I don't think Brady loses a game to the Ravens the rest of his career okay. because of that. I mean, you're, you're right. It's, it's down in Baltimore. It's a tough place to play. Uh, Harbaugh's a great coach. But, but I think there's too much Brady um, with a stick up his ass and the chip on his shoulder. Um, That's a good analysis. I think I think I think it's blowout. I think it's thirty-eight seventeen. All right. See, I say twenty-one seventeen Baltimore. I don't think it's a Baltimore. I don't think it's a blowout, but I do think they. I don't know. They, there's something about it. Something. Uh, this is a Marianne Williamson sort of like <laughs> outlook um, on these uh, on my predictions because I have it, it. Literally, like I have nothing to base this on. Like it's all just sort of gut, kind of like I, I. I can't be like you and put Pat's thirteen. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, you do have three losses coming out, or you know, you have them thirteen three. Spoiler, but um, I don't know. I, I. I don't. I don't know. I don't see them losing. Uh, I don't see them winning that game. They're going into a bye week too. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I uh, just wanted to bring up that they're going into a bye week so that we gear up for week 12, but their 10th game um, on November 17th, afternoon game, uh, Pats, Eagles, it's uh, the... It's Super Bowl 52. Yeah, it, it, right. I mean, it, the the Eagles are, you know, they're flying high off of that Super Bowl win. They think, you know, they, think they got the Pats number, but... Um, they will be mistaken. <laughs> you got what do you got? You got I mean, the Pats winning? Yeah, I do have the Pats winning here. Um, I see them winning. Um, I'm gonna say it'll be a nice 24. Uh, it'll be close. 24, 21. Patriots. Who has the ball last? Uh, do the Patriots score to win the game, oh. or do they? Oh, are they coming from behind, or, or, or do they keep the Eagles yeah. from scoring? Um, I know, I just it, like the Super Bowl, uh, Malcolm Butler will not be <laughs> out there. <laughs> you know what? It might be a come from behind win for the Patriots. I can. I, it's a possibility. Again, directly out of my anus is this analysis uh, and prediction. But who do you have? So you have the Pats, I presume. Big twenty-nine to ten. Now, 29, that's a funny number, <laughs> counting on missing a field goal. I or? do, I mean, you know, I, I love Gostkowski. Gostkowski. Thank you. Um, 
but he he's not reliable. Who, he actually I mean, is. He's, but he's not like money. He's he not, is, but right. Two or three times a year, he plays shank upon. He's ninety nine cents. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's, he's, he, he's not he the whole dollar. Pull a shank upon him. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Something. Something could go amiss. All right. So now I, you have a, a a new team written down here. <laughs> I uh, I didn't know that the Cowgirls was a designated uh, NFL franchise. Well, um, are they an I, offshoot? I know it's sexist. And I don't fucking care. I hate them. I hate Jerry Jones and everything about that organization. But the guy has a big boat. Yes, that is so true. The length of a football field or two. He he also has a party. I'm not getting into uh, the whole thing. He's a piece um, of shit. He is a piece of shit. Talk and about the like. He's the most slave ownery slave owner on the NFL. He, he he is, and he's also the person who. You know, with the flake gate, with spy gate, with spy gate, he lost his shit and was pissed and, and wanted the league to come down harder. And so he was leading the charge for them to really throw the book at Brady and all that stuff. I mean, of course, you know, Michael Irving, the last two years he was with the Cowboys, could not go to the huddle. He had to get the plays on the sideline and run in because a part of his parole releases he couldn't be with fellow convicts. <laughs> so, so I, I mean, a guy who honestly. Has every time a guy's come off with suspension and been cut from a team for beating the fuck out of his wife or girlfriend and guns and all this stuff, you know, takes him. So he's a piece of shit. I know him and Kraft hate each other. I think Kraft whispers in Tommy's ear, it's like, hey, sweetheart, you know, for for me, can you, can you really embarrass these guys on national TV? Um, and so, he does. And so what, what do you have? 32... 23. 32-23, Patriots. I'm going to say also Patriots, 38-24. I'm going to give them an extra point because I care. Week 14. Now we're in December. Now the frozen tundra of um, uh, Texas? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Houston can get cold. Yeah, it could. Uh, but they're close to Dome Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Texas is always right there. The Texans are always right there. Bill O'Brien, like I said, is a decent coach. Um, J.J. Watts, I I think he's overrated. You know, I'm not getting into how much I wasn't a fan, but now like him as a person. Right. Off the field, great guy. Great guy. Um, I think he's overrated, but uh, I think... I had that one, a close one. Yeah, I think that's a pretty close game. I think I have that 24-20, Pats. I'm going to say Texans on this one. Okay. Why not? Just because I want to be different. And what do you got? I'm going to say one to two. No. (laughs) Uh, Let's go, uh, you know, I'll take your score, 24-20, Texans. Texans, Okay. Deep in the heart of. So the next week is, at this point of the season, Ooh. everybody is going, everybody's already predicting it's it's Kansas City, Patriots, and the title game again. Who's, whose house is it? Is it at Gillette? Or is it at Arrowhead? Mm. Um, they are the two, two of the highest scoring teams the last few years. Definitely last year, Mahomes. You know, broke the touchdown record. His behind the back, his th- you know pass, his no look cross field pass for a touchdown. His throwing a touchdown pass with his left hand switching hands and throwing it. Great rookie season. I think he has a great second season. 
I think this is one of those games where everybody's predicting a shootout, just an absolute, like like the playoff game last year. I think everybody's expecting a 35-38 game. I actually think they both tighten up. I, I think both offensive coordinators say, Let's not score early. Let's run the ball. Let's spread it out. Let's let's keep the other team's quarterback off the field because we know how good they are. I think the Pats win it, but I think it surprises people that it's a relatively low-scoring game for two great offenses at 17-14 to 14 Pats. So I'm just counting up the losses I have so far for the Patriots. I have them at four losses, losing to Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Baltimore, and then Houston. Now, I, my brain says they lose to the Chiefs uh, just because it's a, it's a fucking – they're a tough team. But uh, I can't have them lose five games. <laughs> I just can't have – You could. They lost five games last year. Yeah, I guess. But um, you know what? Uh, if I, do I have a coin? Nobody has a coin. I'm going to flip an M&M. I'm going to flip this M&M. Uh, you know, M, uh, M side up, they lose to the Chiefs. Um, Chief – uh, so M side up is the Chiefs. Uh, M side down is the Patriots. And you don't get this kind of analysis on ESPN. It's M side up. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, in my brain, I thought the Chiefs would take it, and you know what? Um, the Mars Corporation agrees. Fate, fate. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Chiefs, and I'm gonna say it's a it, it's a wild and woolly one that's gonna be a, like a thirty something point game. I'm going to say 30, gee, what do I want to say? 38 to 30, 30. Yeah, that's a nice okay. round number. 30, can you achieve? Yeah, 30. Yes. You can make anything happen you, in football. You can. With magic. Two-point conversions, yeah. uh, you know, uh, um, safeties, yeah. missed field goals. Ten field goals is for the, for the <laughs> Patriots. Okay, this next week, the Pats playing the Bengals. This is my what the fuck is going on? Is it the end of the season? Are you guys actually, you know, uh-huh. is somebody is somebody dialed out? Is you know, uh, I actually have the the Bengals winning this one, twenty seven seventeen, and pretty convincingly. And it's again, it's one of those games where if something can go wrong, they found a way. Belichick challenges something that he shouldn't have challenged has cost them. Brady is behind and he forces, he's trying to force something. You know, they're third and three and he tries to, you know, instead of doing what they did all game, maybe going to white in the flat, tries to air one out to to Josh and underthrows him by 10 yards or overthrows him by 10 yards. And, um, and and it's just one of those games that makes Max Kellerman and 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 Roy Parker, who've made their entire career the last five years, saying that the Patriots aren't as good as their record shows. They're aren't they're not as good as four Super Bowl trips in five years would lead you to believe. Uh, and so yeah, this is this is one of those duds. This is one of those. Come on, I disagree. This is when the Pats uh, put on their cakewalking shoes. And uh, take the next three games with these spoilers. So this is where the Bungles are. Say the Bungles, twenty-eight fourteen. Um, yeah, and I'm generous. Here. I, well, I'm giving the I'm giving I'm giving the 
Bengals two touchdowns and they don't score any field goals, which is a, I don't know. That, now I'm now I'm second guessing at that because two touchdowns and no field goals doesn't seem doesn't seem right. Like I think they would get in a field goal position at some 17. point. Seventeen. Yeah, I'll, you know what? Uh, Seventeen. Yeah, so let's do that. Twenty-eight, seventeen. By the way, no indie on this schedule. Unusual or just uh, no? No, it's it's uh, it's you know it's just it's you, the Ravens you, or the well the way the, yeah the way the way that the way it works is the division leaders play the next year's division winners. So you play, you know, one you play one division in each conference. So you play you know the six games against your division. Yep. Then you play one whole division, and so that's why they're playing the Giants, the Eagles, Washington team, yep. and the Cowgirls. And then you play the other three division winners in your conference. Uh, and they didn't win their conf- They didn't win their division, you know, last year. Okay. So okay. I mean, the Texans did. So yeah. that's why. That's why you know. And then you'll have two. "Quote unquote at large, you know, you know teams that just work in the rotation. Okay. So here's the other, here's the next one. You know the Bills, and honestly, at this point of the season, the Bills are three, four wins into the season. They're two weeks from going home. They're dialed out. Like they they got to come here again, and." You know, it's just before Christmas. Honestly, I think half the team is checked out. I think two there. I think they want to make it respectable. They are professionals, but at the same time, their season's done. Why pull a hammy or an you know ACL in a game that you you're not going to be in? And the Patriots are fighting for home field and for for you know throughout the playoffs. And I think it's a blowout, thirty six thirteen. I'm going. A little bit more of a blowout. I'm going to say 35-3. Because in all of our predictions so far, none, there is not one single-digit score on our lineup. And they're supposed to have a really good D. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, I mean, some, at some point, like, the, the, these scores are like, you know, the, 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 there's not a lot of defense involved in our scores. Uh, so I'm going to say this is the one where the pass D really shines against the Bills. So 35-3. Week 16, or week 17, technically, 16th game for the Patriots. This is week 18. This, this, this is the scheduled annual <laughs> loss to the Dolphins. Um, I think Brady plays the first half and plays okay. I don't think he plays great, but I think he plays to stay in tune because the Patriots do not have a game the next week. They have a bye week week one of the playoffs. So Brady doesn't want to miss this game, miss a bye week, and not be throwing a football for three games. And I think the second half of the game, it's the same thing. I think one by one, you're taking the starters out. I think at this point, you either have locked up the AFC best record and you're the first seed, or you're the second seed and you're not going to, even if you win, it doesn't matter. If you win and Kansas City loses, it doesn't matter. They, they, they will have locked it up, or you will have locked it up, and it doesn't matter. Um, you have nothing to play for except get through the game. Hope none of your starters get hurt. Uh, you know, Miami, Miami. You know, it's great. It's great for the NFL because Miami season ticket holders can buy their tickets for next year because they ended on a high note. And sure, they've been eliminated since Thanksgiving, but man, they went into Gillette Stadium and beat the soon-to-be repeating Super Bowl champs. Uh, I'm calling the Dolphins twenty-one to seventeen. 
Yeah, you know what? I did not think ahead, uh, as I usual. I think ahead all the time. Hey, oh. Because I, I live and die by the, the, the one lo- dolphin loss a year mantra. But according to my calculations, I kind of painted myself into a corner here. I can't have them losing six games, 10 and six. Nobody puts the Patriots in the corner. Right. <laughs> or baby. And I'm going to say this might be the year. This is the Patriots year. They're going to break with tradition and just, just ace the dolphins in both contests. Sorry, Miami. Sorry, uh, tradition. Sorry, NFL. I'm going to say that the Pats pull this one off by the skin of their teeth. 17-14. It'll be a struggle, you know? Um, but I'm going to say 17-14, Pats. Uh, just so that I can maintain an 11-5 record. And, uh, you See, know. Here, here's the funny thing. I had them losing against the Bills. There's, There's... 31 other teams in the NFL. Is there any other team in the NFL, and I mean this, that if you told them you're going 11-5 and five and you get a bye in the first round, is that a good season? Because the Patriots have broken the record for most 13-win seasons, <laughs> most 14-win seasons. Truly, a 12-win season, eh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know, but last year they were 11 and 5 and it was the end of the world. Yeah. So so, so just to, just to, just to recap, uh we've reached the end of the season. Uh Jacques has them at 13 and 3 and I have them at uh, 11 and 5. It's a it's a tough year for the Pats in my world. But for you it's just status quo. Same same more of the same. Oh, is it a tough year or is it Let's not get Brady hurt. Let's get him to the end of the season because that's what matters. Yeah, but I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. So walk me my through logic. the playoffs. Do you think my we have playoffs. a bye first one? Well, with an eleven and five record, it's fifty fifty. Yeah. Um. You know what? Just for sanity's sake, I'm gonna let you drive it because you have your playoffs kind of. Laid out. You have round. You know. The, you have a, the the. You have the buy for the first round. I do. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. Rock I think the thirteen boat. And three. Yeah. I think. I again. I, I think Kansas City is the second best team in the conference, but I think they take a slight step back. Um. They they were twelve. I want to say they were thirteen and three. I think they might be. I think they might be eleven and five. I think they might be twelve and fourteen. Which any other year would be great, except the year before you were one game better. You know, in a sixteen-game season, that that's substantial. Um, but I think the Patriots have home field throughout, and I think week one that they play Mike Frabel and the much improved uh, Tennessee Titans. I think the Titans actually have a. I don't know if the Titans win um, the division or if they beat Houston. Uh, I'm sorry, if they beat yeah, the they beat the Texans in the playoffs. But I have the Titans coming up to New England for their first playoff game under Coach Mike Rabel. Okay, and what's that score? Getting killed. <laughs> I, th- I think like last year when everybody was saying that Philip Rivers is going to come in and. 
they've been flying that I think the Chargers had won nine games in a row or eight or nine games in a row. Uh, that Phillip Rivers had numbers he hadn't put up in 10 years um, and just got crushed. And I think the week off is everything. And, you know, I, I want to say Brady's only been one and done once in his in his career, which is amazing because uh, Joe Montana has been one and done four mm. times. Um, Brady's only missed the playoff once. Joe Montana missed it four times. But, hey, he's still the GOAT. And um, – <laughs> But I say thirty-seven, seventeen, Pats. Okay, I, I'm not. I can't really contest this because, like, we're we're going off your 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 playoff. Oh, you, well, but you can put another playoff team in. No, there. no, no. Who do you I, think I'll, I'll, no, I, I couldn't even venture a guess, dude. Sorry, that's just not my bag, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend that uh, things went your way, and that they're playing the Titans, and I'm also going to. I'm gonna say, uh, what the hell? I'll say. I'll say that they win the game by a score of 30 to 24. Why not? Make it close. And now I have, you know, it's it's funny because the NBA has been so predictable the last 10 years. Almost everybody could predict, and I don't follow the NBA, but everybody could predict who was going to be in the conference finals and who is going to be in the finals. And, you know, 80% accuracy, who is going to win the finals. I think this year it's the same with the NFL. I think everybody, you know, because there's been so many years where when it was Peyton and Brady, it's like, who's going, we're going to see them in the conference finals. Is it in Indy or is it here? They're playing each other in week six, and that could determine it. And it's funny how often that did determine it. Um so I think Kansas City comes to New England. Uh, I think they they I don't want to say had a step back, but they didn't have the uh, thirteen and three record they had the year before. And I think it's close most of the game, but I think it's one of those things where you know at the end of the game and crunch time, um, Brady doesn't do anything spectacular except keep the ball moving and keep the ball moving down the field. And I think Mahomes tries to overcompensate. I think he tries to do too much. Um, and I think the Patriots win this more. Hand- like last year, they were up huge to, to Kansas City. And they let Kansas City back in. The Patriots are really good about not letting history repeat itself. Like, you know, Belichick and Brady put them in a room and either one of them can tell you which Tom name the 10 shittiest games you've played and why, and they will be able to tell you those 10 shitty. And I'm guessing nine out of 10 will be the same on each of their sheets. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they win this, it, it, you know, it, the, the score is bigger than it looked for most of the game. I think that's one of those halfway through the third quarter. There's a little separation and, um, I'm saying 27-14 Patriots in the AFC title game in New England. I'm going to say it's a tight, a tight, close one, 2017, Pats. And yes, I'm calling for the rematch. I don't know how often there's been rematches. I mean, I know that the Steelers and the Cowboys played each other for the Super Bowl like three out of five years back in the 70s. I know there's been a couple other, you know, Super Bowls like that and, and, and conference games. Um, you know, it was, it was always like, you know, Green Bay and the 49ers or 
Dallas and the 49ers and stuff like that. Um, I think they play the Rams in, in Super Bowl 54. I don't think it's the same outcome as last year. I think it's an absolute blowout. <laughs> I, I, I do. Every, every, oh my God, we are, we are such fucking cocks. Because <laughs> literally every Super Bowl, it's the same talk. The Patriots come out slow. Um, Brady looks rattled, and he does. I mean, it was the game was tied at three, <laughs> you know, at halftime this year. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, Ryan Allen, the punter who was cut by the Patriots, and I'm shocked about that. But Ryan Allen, the punter, going into the fourth quarter was legitimately on the on the board in Vegas, one of the top three players to win the t- the, the the MVP in the Super Bowl last year. He had like seven punts. Six of them inside the 20, uh, like four of them inside the 10, and two of them inside the five. You know, <laughs> I mean, he was a monster. He really was. And it was it was a slugfest. And but this year I, I do. And I think it's all the talk that, you know, if Brady goes out, you know, if he wins big or if he wins the MVP or something like that, and I do. I, I honestly, I know I sound the homerest of homers I've ever sounded, and that's saying something, but I believe it's an Good old fashioned 1980 Super Bowl that was over in the first, you know, the first half. And that's why they had to start getting big name talent to do the halftime show to keep people hanging on. Uh, I'm saying it's 41 14 Pats. And at halftime, it's probably 35 to 7. I will say that the Patriots will win the Super Bowl. Against whatever team it is, I almost wrote. I, I kind of wrote Eagles down, but then I realized that the Eagles aren't that good anymore, so I scratched it off. So now I'm going to say that whomever they play in the Super Bowl, be it the Pat, the Rams, uh, or um, what name another team? Quick, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think, name a team that I don't hate. You know what, Green? I don't know about Green Bay. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is vastly overrated. Um, plus I never want him to get there again. Uh, and I don't want the Cowboys to get there. I don't want the Giants to get there. I don't think the Cowboys get there. I don't want the Jets get to there. get there. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe the Arizona Cardinals come out of nowhere. We'll say the Arizona, they have the number one overall draft pick this year. Okay. So I'm going to say final score, Patriots, uh, 28 and other, uh, 17. The end. That concludes this podcast. No, wait. Is there, is, is there more? Are we doing it? No, okay. No. I think that's it. I think, you know, I, I um, it's been a quiet... Has it been a quiet off-season or has it been quiet just because I haven't been You've listening been to quiet. anything? Yeah, okay. it's been quiet for me. Okay. Have you enjoyed it? Um, have I enjoyed the off-season? Yeah, the, the quietness? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah. Over. I know. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the eye of the storm has passed. Um... Okay, well, I apologize to everybody who no, listened. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I'm confused why everybody listened. How's that? Yeah. And, you know, if you want to debate my picks or Joe's picks, you can follow us at the OptiGrabber uh, on Twitter. Just OptiGrabber. That's what I said. No, oh, said I said the, the OptiGrabber. Yeah. Yeah. OptiGrabber. Words matter. Words matter. Um, I'm the Jacques Four. Collectively, we are Carnival Podcast. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Carnival Podcast. I don't know if Joe's checked that in months. 
Uh, no. Okay, there you go. Uh, I see alerts come up. Yes. Joe's kind of a homer. I'm a complete homer fuck. Uh, but I think they're realistic. I, You know, honestly, we are so spoiled that 13, and even at 13 and 3, as I'm going down the list, I'm like, you know, they're going to lose a game to somebody stupid. You know they're going to lose to Miami. And there's got to be another one in there. But I hope you have tolerated this. Um, and I'm done. Great. And thanks for listening. And go Pats! Sports. Sports.